The 102nd episode of the Honda Handy Podcast is brought to you by Fishtails and Bahia Marina. Come enjoy their little slice of paradise at Fishtails in Ocean City, Maryland. A casual dining experience for the whole family overlooking the bay on 21st Street. Fishtails is located in Bahia Marina, used to be just for locals to hang out. Throughout the years, the word has spread about this treasure on the bay. Come join them in for a fun day or night. Fishtails has grown immensely since its doors opened in 1983. Bahia Marina also boasts one of the finest offshore shore charter fishing fleets in Ocean City. Whether it's fishing, sightseeing, or just relaxing by the bay in their boatyard, be sure to stop by Bahia Marina, Ocean City's sports fishing headquarters on the bay between 21st and 22nd Streets in Ocean City. My guest today is Sean Harmer, partner of Bahia Management, LLC. How you doing today, Sean? I'm good, Hondo. How are you? Oh, it's fantastic. Glad to have you on. I know you're about to get uh, started for the summer and, and things will be opening up pretty soon. You were going to say we're about to get busy, and we are. <laughs> well, that's good, right? That's right. That's what we're here for. I know after the last couple of years, I, I don't know how busy you've been, uh, but I know that if uh, if everything goes right, you'll super be super busy this year. We can hope. Good weather. That's all we pray for. Yes. Let me tell my listeners a little bit about you, Sean, before we get started. As I mentioned, Sean is a partner with Bahia Management LLC, along with his brother, Stacy. Uh, Sean handles Bahia Marina and Fishtails, while his brother oversees Fishtails Boardwalk Inn, formerly known as Ocean Mecca. He's born and raised in Ocean City, where as a youth he played uh, football in Ocean City for the Lions and the Green Hornets. He tried baseball, but I think he liked fit football more than uh, uh, baseball when he was young. Sean has always been active in the Ocean City community, and I can attest to that with all the things he did for me at Northside Park when I was working there uh, and all the sponsorships he provided. He received the Paul Hazard Award during the Hotel Motel's 50th anniversary celebration in 2021. Sean, thank you for all you've done for Ocean City and continue to do so. You've had an impressive career so far. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sean, um, tell my listeners a, a little bit about you, uh, maybe where you, uh, you, you know, about your upbringing, maybe where you grew up again, and if you played any sports before high school. Well, it's, uh, it's kind of funny. I, I didn't actually, I wasn't actually born in Ocean City. I was born on 28th Street, and that was the county at the time. In oh, 1960. wow. Ocean City really? ended, Ocean City ended at 27th Street. <laughs> but, uh. But we grew up um, when they, Paul Vidola started the, the Lions Club football program for the, they had an 80 pound team and a 100 pound team. Um, and uh, my father was so supportive of that. He uh, actually paid to have the third street uh, ball field uh, sodded for the football when they expanded across the street. And uh, wow. that was the only, we used to, originally we dressed, in an old school bus and we practiced at ocean city elementary and we played first year or so there. And then when they, when they built the other ball field at third street, we, uh, we moved over there and we would dress 
in the, what is now the city hall, but it was the old elementary school. <laughs> yes, uh, that building at city hall has been used for a lot. Yeah, basketball. We used to play basketball too. Yes, so that was before I was there working, but um, I remember playing inside uh, when I was a youngster at City Hall. Um, so how many years did you play football uh, uh, for Ocean City? I played uh, probably three years in Ocean City, and then I went to McDonough in the seventh grade, uh, and I boarded there, and I played football till ninth grade and came to the realization that the guys are way bigger than I was, so I switched to soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move, baby. Yeah, I hope um, so. That's right. You you attended um, uh, Ocean City Elementary School from first to fourth grade, and then you went on to Worcester Prep for for the next two years, fifth and sixth, and um, then you finished up at McDonald uh, in 1978. That's right. Um, now, um, is there any favorite or one or two uh, sports memories that you would like to share? Well, um, while I while I did all that, I was also able to surf for an ESA in the boys division, and um, I got to go to the U.S. Championships one year when I was eleven. Um, and other than that, the the biggest highlights in my career were were wrestling at McDonough. Where I got second in the states. Wow! So that was that. That's the highest I got anyway. Where was the U.S. Uh, surfing uh, championships? It was in uh, Huntington Beach, California. And uh, this was like 1971 or two. It was the first year that Worcester Prep opened, and they allowed me to leave the orientation and go there because it was a national event. And then uh, I flew out by myself, but Al Johnson, big brother of Skill Johnson, who we all know. Right, right. Uh, he met me out there and kind of was my chaperone while I was there. Wow, that's amazing. You went out all by yourself at such a young age. Yeah, that, they just kind of pinned a note on you and put you on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So um, after high school, you decided to attend Washington College. Was Washington College your first choice, or were you considering other colleges? Well, I tried to get in Naval Academy, and they wanted me to go an extra year at a Naval Academy prep school, and I didn't want to go to another year of school. So I went to Washington College because, one, it was on the Eastern Shore, um, and, two, they had recruited me to, to play lacrosse and soccer. So I played a little bit of both when I was there. And did you – you played uh, all – you played for three or four years there? Yeah, I played for three years. Was that lacrosse or both? Both. Oh, wow, that was, that was great. What position did you play on the lacrosse field? I was a midfielder, and I – was my specialty was facing off and playing man down defense. And then, um, and I was a, a halfback in playing soccer. So I kind of played the same position. Oh, okay. Um, while you were at Washington, uh, what was your, uh, what did you major in? I was a psychology major and I got my diploma in that. Oh, okay, good. Um, so after you graduated from uh, Washington, um, did you start working right away? Or? Yeah, I came back to came back to Ocean City, and uh, I worked in the family business at the Ocean Mecca, which became Fishtails Boardwalk Inn. Oh, that's and, okay. And um, and I got my real estate license, and tried to sell a little real estate, 
and uh, if you remember, the early '80s kind of tanked out after a while. Right, right. Um, and I, that's when I started uh, a little catering company with a friend of mine, uh, and then that's kind of how I got into the food business. So, um, when did you guys decide to try and, um, uh, you know, get involved with the with Bahia Marina and Fishtails? Or which one came first? My father and uh, his golf buddy. Uh, a guy named John Green from Alexandria, Virginia, a uh, very fascinating man, had had a twin engine airplane and had a boat at the ship's cafe. And, wow. and he would fly down and and they'd play golf and then they'd ride around and look for business opportunities because he was a developer. And uh, mm-hmm. they bought the marina from Mr. and Mrs. Schaefer, who coincidentally, coincidentally left their house is three houses from where I'm and where I live now. Um, and then when they bought it, it had six rowboats and four engines. Oh, wow. And you, could, you could rent a rowboat for the day for $4. Four bucks. <laughs> um, that wouldn't work today. No, that would not work today. <laughs> no, nobody, everybody wants to go fast. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then you, that was, that was the, Bahia Marina part of it? Bahia Marina started it, and then um, MR Ducks opened up, and they all, my, my father at, by that point had bought out his, his partner, because that, that's all he did was develop stuff and get out, and they, they had it up to like 35 boats at the time, and th- with 35 engines, and they would rent them twice, people would line up on the dock at lunchtime for the morning people to come back, so they could go out for the afternoon, because there were no jet ski rentals. Um, there was no other, you know, there was no sunset. There was, there was no fishing center. So that was the spot, so to speak, if you want to go fishing. Wow. And uh, that's where they came up with the, the red and yellow boats that Batman named the Pennsylvania Navy. <laughs> Batman, yes. <laughs> well, i tell you what, um, it's certainly grown over the years and, um, and and then fishtails was a, was fishtails established years after. Well, so fishtails, my father passed away the year before fishtails opened, but he got it going when the MR Ducks. They, everybody saw the the success there, and we already had a, a a liquor license to sell beer and wine to go, and you could drink on the dock, so to speak, because uh, we had a hot dog cart. That's how I got the liquor license right. established. So. They started building fishtails, and my dad passed away, and my brother Stacy opened it the following in '83 in August. That's, I mean, they, you know, they opened it just to get it open, and then the next year, it started going on, and then, um, and we had a managing partner there named Barry Dickel, that my family bought out in 1995, and that's when it's we took over, and then the bigger part of fishtails the the big bar and the and the dining area outside um, came after 2000 because my father had gotten a lease with a option to purchase in 2000 and we just purchased it not really knowing what we were going to do with it but we you know we knew it was better than having somebody be your next door neighbor right so that's how we went I know fishtail is very popular in Ocean City as uh, Hill Marino is. 
Uh, what can um, and you when when do you open this year? We're going to open uh, actually on Wednesday, uh, April twentieth. So, so this week, yeah, this week, right when the wet's supposed to get nice, it's supposed to be really nasty between now and then, and <laughs> it's going to get nice. I hope. Uh, um, is there anything um, your customers this year can ex- uh, expect when they come into fishtails this year? Well, sadly to say, it's. It's going to be a little bit more expensive, but I think everybody understands why. Yes. Um, we um we haven't expanded our menu or anything like that because we're trying to, you know, we're trying to to do the most with the least amount of people because of. But we're pretty pretty solid on that. We just spent the winter doing a a lot of refurbishing. We we've put some new equipment in, and. Uh, you know, a new floor in the big bar and the things that you won't really notice. Um, there is one thing that they'll notice. We have a dedicated carryout area now. Ooh. So you can go there and there's a person behind the counter that will have your order if you call in or you can order and wait and, and get it right there. But it's it doesn't interfere with being at the bar or, or getting in and out, so to speak. Well, outstanding. And Bahia Marina, it's is that open year round, or is it, is it opening this week also? We well, we open on the first of April. Generally, it was the first of April because that's when flounder season opened, right? Um, and then closed at the end of October. Okay, but because of boat storage and you know putting boats away and winterizing and all, there's always somebody there. Like if if somebody needs fuel to go rock fishing in winter or go duck hunting or whatever they need fuel for. We're there. The boat ramp's still there. Um, so we're not really open all year round there, but there's somebody around year round. Yeah. Mejia Marina's always been involved in, in some, you know, different events uh, and fishtails, but uh, um, are you involved in any fishing tournaments again this year? Yes. Um, we've changed one. You can't, uh, the regulations won't allow you to catch Mako sharks any longer. Oh. So, so we've replaced that tournament with a bluefish tournament, um, which we had long, long time ago. And we've partnered with Ducks Unlimited. So some of the proceeds are going go to go to DU. Um, and that's in first part of June, like three, four, and five, I believe. Well, that's your first one then. Yep. And then um, the poor girls will be towards the end of August, the week after the white Marlin and that, uh, benefits breast cancer. Uh, last year we had 750 plus women fish it. Um, and we've given, mm-hmm. we've donated about a million six over the last 15 years. Wow. Um, what a, are you still doing the, what, the one called flounder pounder? Flounder pounder. That's always right after, uh, Memorial, I mean Labor Day. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, that's kind of a that's kind of a like a locals bragging contest there. Oh, wow. that's that's when all the old guys come out from from woodwork, you know, because it's been too too busy on the highway to travel. That's right. <laughs> um, you received the Paul Hazard Award at the Hotel Motel Restaurant Association's 50th anniversary. That must have been exciting for you. Yeah, it was quite a surprise. Um, I didn't know Mr. Hazard. Um, my mother spoke of him a lot. Um, the reason it was named for him because he became president and he died shortly thereafter of the hotel motel. Oh. Um, but my mother 
was uh, the founding president of the Hotel Motel. Really? And uh, she, really? she she won the award in 1976. So it's an honor to be on the trophy with her. Yes. And, uh, you know, Susan Susan Jones, I guess she's uh, executive director of Hotel Motel Restaurant Association, said you were not only for all the work that you do for for the association, but because you're an outstanding citizen, and I certainly concur with her. You do a great job here in Ocean City. Well, thank you for that. I just um, my my parents always said that it had to be a, especially my mother, that you needed to have public and private cooperation to get anything done, and um, and you got to give back to the community because. If, I mean, if if you're fortunate enough to be able to do something like that, you know, you you need to do it. You, everybody's got to give back a little bit. Right. Where I mean, we're I've been I've been a lot of places in the world, but I always like coming back here. It's definitely no place like the Eastern Shore, especially Ocean City. Nope. Yeah, you. I've, I've done the same thing you have done. I've been away and looked and lived and. And said, "What am I doing here?" And can't I can't wait to get home. <laughs> can't wait to get back to Ocean City, Maryland, <laughs> and this area here. Um, well, you certainly lived up to what your mother was uh, asking of you. And uh, but I, I did want to ask you something else about sports before we move on. Um, uh, was there one or two people that encouraged you to play sports when you were young? Well, yeah, um, the surfing part I came from because you know I two older brothers um and we had a we owned a surf shop and a bike shop surf and cycle um so i was able to have a surfboard and and there was a lot of guys that would look out after you so you didn't drown and you know but like the johnson brothers were big influences um and back then like each street or or there was like little clicks there was like the 24th 23rd street group of guys and then there was the 19th Street guys and the 15th Street guys and the 12th Street guys. And, uh, and there was a little competition. So if you paddle down the beach, sometimes you, you might get a look, you know. But it was it was fun and it was competitive. And then uh, when I went to McDonough, um, I, I kind of went in with, as a blank slate. And I was playing football and the lacrosse coach came up and said, here's a lacrosse stick go down in the basement and throw the ball against the wall and switch hands and do it every day until springtime. Wow. And then the, in the, and I played a little bit of basketball and until eighth grade. And obviously, you know, you're in the city, there's a lot better, a lot bigger, better players, you know, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> you know that, right. So, yes. so uh, I switched over to wrestling and I wrestled uh, a year on JV and two years on varsity. Um, when you, uh, I mean, later on, you became a coach um, for uh, Worcester Prep. Yep, they, Mr. Uh, Hayward Heyman, mm -hmm. he needed a, a JV coach, and uh, so I agreed, and I came and coached the likes of Earl Conley from the bank and Greg Steen, and I had I had a great. Quite a group of guys, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was fun, and you know, it, it's not a bad place to coach, right? So, so um, were you? You also did you help uh, coach Emke? Uh, no, no, but my uh, my son played for Emke. 
Okay. And uh, in Beach or uh, not not Beach, uh, OC Cross. Right. And uh, and I helped him out a little bit, and we went out okay. to the tournament in Colorado together. Wow. Um, tell me how you think coaching and sports has impacted your life. Well, I can tell you, hands down, that the bond that you create, especially especially between wrestling and lacrosse and surfing, um, surfing because it's just pure fun, but wrestling, everybody had to sacrifice a lot. You know, you had to cut weight, you know, you had to run all the time, you couldn't eat anything. So everybody suffered together. And lacrosse is just like a big fraternity. Um, what effect do you think you might have had on on some of your players when you were coaching uh, uh, the JV lacrosse? I don't know. I hope they got a you know a little bit of a work ethic. I I you know I tried to not be like coaches that I didn't like coming up. You know, I it, you had to be more. It the carrot works better than the stick. How about that? There you go. You know, it's, you know if you keep reinforcing them and you take your time and um, you know. Everybody, nobody wants to lose ever, but sometimes you lose. That's that's true. It's part of life. Right. What would you say um, you like most about coaching? Um, I don't know. Leading a a group of guys and trying to teach them the right thing and having them have a little respect for you. Um, What would you tell? a young kid about following their dreams. Well, some people are going to say you can't do it. And some people say you can. And uh, sometimes the most unlikely looking guys, the like that, not the greatest athlete, but he might be the greatest position player. And he's just got to work hard. And you just got to, you know, get up and rub some dirt on it and spit on the, spit on your hands and go and just, just you got to put your head down and do the work. Well, I think they really uh, would take it all in from you since you had us, since you've been very su- successful in all that you've achieved. Um, what role would you say good sportsmanship plays in youth sports? Uh, that's, I mean, they learn it from their parents, in, in my opinion. I, they got sportsmanship should be should be prerequisite in class. You know, you got to be a good sport. You know, you're going you're to win, you're going to lose. You can't lose your head. You know, if you if you lose your head, the other guy's already got you. Exactly. So, um, do you have any hobbies? Uh, are you a golfer? <laughs> not, not very good. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty much now it's uh, I hunt and fish a lot. Oh, okay. Um, it's, you know. I've done my my body's a little beat up to go surfing too much. I've had a show, one shoulder done. I don't need another one. Uh, I, I, I feel your pain right but, now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I love the duck hunt. Um, I take a trip every year with a group of guys that go pheasant hunting in South Dakota, um, and we try to sneak out whenever we can around here to go fishing. Sean, I would like to thank you for all the support you gave me during my time at the Ocean City Recreation and Parks Department, especially with the 
youth uh, team sponsorships. I mean, you did, you did a great job, and it, and if you can't support the youth, I mean, that's the future. Well, I tell you what, I certainly and truly appreciated it. Um, how can people reach you? Uh, the, what, what is your website or uh, contact info? There's BahiaMarina.com. Okay. And uh, OCFishtails.com. And we're also on Facebook. Um, what are your hour, are you, What are your hours uh, this week when you open? So when we open, the, the marina is open um, like 9 to 7. Okay. 8 to 7, something like that. It depends. You know, if we have a, we have more inshore guides there now than offshore fishermen simply because they don't have to deal with the bridge. Um, the people like to leave the fishing center and sunset and all and go straight out. But we have a lot of small guys uh, that do inshore trips, um, which this year are pretty popular because of the cost of fuel. Um, so we're there and we're 11 to 2 a.m. every day at the at Fishtails and the kitchen's open 11 to 11. Now, for those who I'm sure people know, but I don't know, what does inshore uh, mean? Basically, you're staying from the inlet into the bays. Oh, okay. You're not running. They, they might run a little bit off, off the beach, you know, three or six miles, but they're not running for to the canyons, which are 60 miles, 70 miles. I got you. Uh, well, Sean, is there anything else you would like to add? No, I'd just like to thank you for all you did for Ocean City and, for that matter, Steve Nicator. I mean, oh yeah, that's the first time I went to Cole Fieldhouse was to watch you play in the States. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you certainly educate me now. I didn't know you saw our game uh, there at Cole Fieldhouse. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I felt like I sat on the roof. I was up so far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm glad we were able to to win a, a game for you. That yeah, was good. Well, also, you also educated me uh, on where you lived at in, in Ocean City of Worcester County. Well, the, the story I was told about that was uh, Ocean City went as far as you could see a, a, a water tower, right? So it was like, so at 15th Street was the water tower. So it went to 27th Street was the end of that line. And then when they put the next water tower up in the middle of town, that's when it crept crept northward. Wow. Well, Sean, um, on that note, I guess I bring our podcast to an end. Uh, the 102nd episode of the Hondo Henny podcast has been brought to you by Fishtails at Bahia Marina. Come enjoy their little slice of paradise at Fishtails in O.C. A casual dining experience for the whole family overlooking the bay on 21st Street. Fishtails is located in Bahia Marina. It used to be just for locals, a hangout for them. But throughout the years, the word has got out. It's spread by this treasure on the bay. So come enjoy a fun day or night. Fishtails has grown immensely since its doors opened in 1983. Bahia Marina also boasts one boasts one of the finest offshore charter fishing fleets in OC. Whether it's fishing, 
sightseeing, or just relaxing by the bay in their boatyard, be sure to stop by Bahia Marina, Ocean City's fishing, sports fishing headquarters on the bay, 21st between 21st and 22nd Streets. My guest today has been Sean Harmon, partner at Bahia Management LLC. Thank you, Sean, and have a great summer. Thank you, Hondo. I appreciate it. Hey, remember, if you think you can, you can. You can. <laughs> Stay safe and keep smiling. All right. Bye.